Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Y'all hungry? I got something cooking on the stovetop. Welcome back to another Blurdy Massacre Buffet. I am Zero Gravity here with Sheree the Slayer and Brother Ghoulish. And we cooking something up. But before we sit down to eat, what's popping? What's going down in the horror community right now? Hmm. You want to um, lead us to the to hell, Sheree? <laughs> we got some bullet points today. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the Talk To Me tea because we know I'm a Talk To Me stand account. We got a prequel and a sequel coming out um, also. Oh. They're finally giving us the hand. I don't know how much it's going to be. So if y'all see me out here Ooh. trying to live in a hand, that's what happened. It was expensive and I made a choice. Mind your baskets. Um. <laughs> we have to go up for A24 because we know that they'd be doing the right thing and they'd be giving money to people who deserve to have money and uh, giving a spotlight to people who deserve to have a spotlight. But their merch is so expensive. <laughs> That's how they're getting the money for those funds. Like I know, what? I know, I know. So every now and then I do give in. Yeah. But it's, it definitely takes a hit in my wallet. But I know it's for the best. But At least I'm it's only... the quality. You know, like you're paying yeah. for and you're going to get that quality. No, they do have quality merch. And that hand, I'm sure, will be a pretty penny. But it's it's going to be in my basket. I might just, just email them and be like, is it cheaper to buy the hand or just produce the sequel? Which is it? What? Screaming. <laughs> and we know the hand's going to be more expensive. It will be. And I'll be like, how about I just produce a sequel and y'all can just gift me a hand? It's like, no, that's not that worse. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> well, when you send so, the email, let me know and I'll add a line in there if they can do Afterpay or Klarna. Listen. Yeah, you know. yes. Honestly, that would make that would make my shit so much easier. Do you accept Afterpay? Please, A24. Please. I'd like to pay you $5 a month for the next 90 years so I can have a hand someday. <laughs> For <laughs> the next 90 years. Okay. But Sheree, can you explain this to me? Because I I was a little confused by this news. Yes. So, so is the sequel 
the prequel because I know that they were already scheming on the prequel that was the story from the exposition of Talk to Me but the sequel and the prequel are different they're different because what happened was they tie wested them they did not know who was going to buy them and then people were saying Blumhouse was going to buy the movie I'm like don't don't because it's too good for Blumhouse so I'm happy A24 swooped in to be like we see you you got talent and they was like while we out here and people is acknowledging us we already filmed that prequel so you need to see what happened that man's brother at the top because we was like how we get here i got questions but then like the ride took off and we forgot about them they're like we did not we thought you'd want more so i'm gonna get a tiny prequel i don't know if it'll be like 30 minutes or less but i'm here for it i'm buckled in i'm ready my wallet is open like there's money in it there's not but they don't know that and <laughs> the sequel which i don't know if they've written yet or not will continue um Either the story with the hand or the story with Mia, I do not know, but I'm I'm ready to see it. I'm not a franchise girl, but also this is fun and I want more of it. So I'm gonna see what happens. Mm-hmm. I saw Mary Beth from Dread tweeted the other day. She was like, I don't really think Talk to Me needs a sequel. That mm-hmm. it pretty it pretty I mean it does. It's it stands like real fucking strong mm-hmm. on its own. And I do agree with her. Same. Like we could have started it and ended it there but my red flag personally is i'm a glutton so i will eat even when i'm not hungry yes and that that movie left me full but i will still continue to eat if they give me more um i am really excited to see the prequel since they already had that shit figured out but for a sequel i would like to see one of two things either I would like to know how the fuck this hand, like what, what's the deal? Because there was a little bit of lore in the movie. Is it a psychic hand? Is it a, you know, kind of satanic stuff? Where did the hand actually come from? Like, what is it? I would like to see that. That's a lot of lore. And I feel like that might not be the avenue, but I'm still curious. But also this is my two second break for a spoiler warning. Do, 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 spoiler warning. So at okay, the I'm end... Gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tap out for a second. Just do this. Okay. I still haven't seen it yet. Tap out, tap out. So okay. at the end, homegirl is dead. The last thing we see is her on the other side of the hand at the party, right? Um, and the, the guys at the party, I think they're speaking Spanish or some language other than English. So I would like to see like a Bird Box Barcelona kind of thing. Or like a, a Walking Dead um, a typhoon situation. Yeah. Or, you know, like the same situation in a different place or in a different country. Or, you know what I mean? I think that would be really cool to see. I'd be down for that because there's so much to unpack. And there's so many ways it could go. And again, I don't need a sequel but also, I had a good time, and so I'm going to show up again. Um, and if it's bad, I'll just go back to the original, because no harm, no foul. I'll be like, what sequel? I don't know any sequels. I don't. I wouldn't know if I bumped into her on the street. Oh <laughs> who? Who that is? I don't know her. Is she new here? Does she go here? I don't know her. Like, <laughs> mm. Well, um, the second best horror movie of 2023 is coming to Universal Halloween Horror Nights. And it's a terrible time to be broke right now because I'm trying to go and see that. And um, 
yeah, that sucks, man. But it's awesome. I'm looking forward to watching the YouTube video walkthroughs on it later from uh, who uh, was Grim Life Collective. Please. <laughs> I, I'm just happy Evil Dead Rise is having a moment because she's mm -hmm. definitely probably my favorite installment in that franchise. I know that's blasphemy and people are going to pull up on me the second they hear that. Like they stop the episode and they are fighting me actively right now. Um, it's fine. It's fine. I am a strong soldier. But like I'm <laughs> I'm happy she's getting some attention because people were just like, meh. And I'm like, no, 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 no. She's a moment, y'all. She creepy. She clackety. Like could we have had more cheese grater? Yes. But like also mommy's yeah. with the maggots. And so like, how are we upset with her? How are we upset? Haters. I think this is going to look really cool, especially if they make it look like you're in the apartment building. Yes. Um, Cause I know universal, they, they take their IPs like very fucking seriously. When I went, uh, I went through the Texas chainsaw massacre one and the, like the set design was on fucking point. Like I was in that house. I was really fucking in that house. So I would love to see that. I'm probably not going to see that because your girl gets paid hourly. Um, but I'm looking forward to watching it on YouTube. And if you're going to Horror Nights, then definitely make that a priority because damn. I just hope that sounds like a lot of fun. I, where is Universal again? It's in Florida, right? The I don't no. know. I think this one is just going to be in Hollywood, but I might be wrong. Okay. Y'all can fact check me later. But as far as I know, I'm not like a whole Horror Nights like connoisseur. I love it, but I can't afford to go every year. But I know that Florida is like the big one. Universal Hollywood does it too, but Florida Universal is that is the horror nights experience which is better for us it's on our coast i just hope they have the elevator and the kitchen if nothing else just we need yeah. those two places mm -hmm. oh that would be nice to see the elevator especially if the wires are still all shot yeah. it's so like you can actually that would see. be so sick i yeah. i also hope they're giving out more of mom's linguine because that licorice hit i'm not gonna lie to y'all that licorice was right i i wish i'd gotten more than the one pack I didn't know it was going to be good licorice because usually the candy that comes with the shit when you passing things out at premieres is like meh. But I was like, no, this is real. This mom's linguine is the real thing. I didn't know. Somebody give me more. What? <laughs> Delicious. I hope that with these horror nights, is there, because I don't know how in depth they go, is there a chance that we could see the Dead Eye Wad from the end? Because I, I kind of want to see a full scale of that. I was shit I Not really coming towards me. I want to be stationary. I would but... shit myself. <laughs> I want it to be stationary. Stay over there. I would, be I would like to see it. I'd be walking out, and if people just like that bitch shit herself, I'm like, yeah, I did get it. <laughs> no one would blame you. There'd probably be a whole section for that because that thing is that thing is horrific. Me on Twitter, Lee Cronin, you owe me twenty five dollars um for laundry. Please don't make me tell you why. Look. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't wait to see that. It, it would be nice oh, if we could all go together. Can you imagine the blurs going through there in the picture opportunities? Oh, we would cut up. We would. We would cut up. We would. We would fucking cut up. Someday. Someday when we rich or famous, we'll get the RIP tour and skip to the front of the line. Oh, and you know what else was a good one when I went? I, I wasn't able to do all of them because those lines are no joke. Like, if you're gonna do Horror Nights, you have to get the Fast Pass. Like, if you're gonna go, you gotta be for real about it. 
because there's a lot of people and you're going to be spending hours on lines. So when I went, I was only able to do, I did Texas Chainsaw. I did The Exorcist. I did um, Halloween 4. And I think that might have been it. I think that's all I was able to get to. Like, yeah, I I wanted to hit heavy with like the the franchise IPs. I know they do have also like some original houses, um, but you know, I'm there for a good time, not a long time. So I got to hit the franchise ones. The Exorcist one was real good. They had the scene where um, Homegirl is crawling down the stairs upside down. That was cool. Um, They had like a levitating thing. So I don't doubt that they would be able to do the the mound of children onto Maggot Mommy at the end of Evil Dead Rise. I feel like that could be a possibility. And especially because we're talking universal money, it may not be stationary. It it could move. I feel like that is a possibility. I would shit myself and then die in the spot. I'd be found with soggy pants. Oh. It's... Oh. They'd yeah, be like... It was acting, and I'd be like, I'm already with the king. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already with the king. It's acting. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> she did. She shit herself and move on. Right? Like, I literally, Rest in peace. like, it would, like, shit out of me and as I was ascending. Like, it would be, <laughs> it would be art. <laughs> It'd be like... <laughs> A good production will do that to you, okay? Listen, listen. It really will. But because you mentioned The Exorcist, have y'all watched the trailer? I've not, but I've heard the trailer's been the new one. Oh. Um, I I heard a lot of shit talking after that trailer dropped. And I said to myself, I'm going to pull a ghoulish in Sheree and I'm going <laughs> to stay away. I am going to, to, to go watch it. Because as I said, I'm a glutton. And even if I'm not hungry, I'm still going to eat. Yeah. So I'm still going to go to the theater to watch it. But... I think we're all still a little traumatized by the last trilogy that Blumhouse tried to force down our throats. With the same director. Um, what, ooh, is that true? David Gordon Green went from Halloween to The Exorcist. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because I was about to say, I didn't know about this, but the, as much as I complained about as much as we complained about it, like, oh, it's ingrained. Jason Bloom was talking shit while they were signing contracts. He's like, yeah, these Halloween movies ain't hidden. Ha 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 ha. Also, The Exorcist. Ha 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 ha. Movie. Let's do it again. <laughs> use a problem use a problem what um i because of that background information i'm kind of feeling like i'm predicting the first one is gonna bang and then the second and third are going to be insanely mid yeah just like halloween yeah i'm probably gonna wait till she's streaming i'm not gonna lie to y'all i can't see everything anyways and the first Exorcist was amazing. Some of the other yeah. ones had beautiful pantsuits. And the series was fun. Um, and I, I've i seen David Gordon Green with the trilogy before. And so I'm a boy till it's on Peacock, like I did with those last two Halloweens. Um, and that That's way there's fair. no harm, no foul. What? <laughs> I might do the same, but I, I will see the first of the trilogy in the theater. Because I want to set the scene. But Because that's what I did with Halloween. Actually, no, I saw Kills in the theater. I was a waste of my money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe I will go to streaming for the second and third. Let me know how that first one goes because um, depending on what you say, I don't need to like get back together with Peacock the second she hit. I could wait. Um- <laughs> wait, hold on. I'm pretty sure 
I have to fact check, but I'm pretty sure the Exorcist Believer is also getting a a attraction at Halloween Horror Nights. Because Ellen Burstyn came it. back. It's so big. And so people are acting like it's gonna be great. We don't know this. We don't know if it'll be great or not. Um, I'm just making some assumptions on what I know from what I know and who all gonna be there. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, it's true. They are. It's also the Exorcist Believer is also getting an attraction for Halloween you know, Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Everybody's I so feel- creative. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I love that woman. Every time her TikToks pop up, I'm just like, this is what TikTok exists. <laughs> like- the Exorcist for me was, it, it already has like a good thing going for it. So if they are going to come back around to it, don't do... I think where they messed up with Halloween was the experimenting in the in the midnight hour. So if they learn their lesson, they're just going to go ahead and continue the storyline without trying to ex- to experiment with the formula that works for us. Mm-hmm. You know, like we know what we're coming here for like possessed little girls. I mean, just make it happen. Give it to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew what we were there for with Halloween. I'm not going down the Halloween path. We've we've done Halloween <laughs> so many times. I I actually do not. He's have so fed up right now. Yes, <laughs> I've blocked it. We and Michael Myers don't talk anymore. That's what that trilogy did. It broke up a happy home. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I keep telling myself I'm going to go back and recheck out pieces of it, but I'm like I'm okay. And it makes me concerned about this Exorcist thing because I love the Exorcist. Like I think that movie's still scary. Like I showed it to someone for the first time like a couple years ago, and it actually is still scary to me by today's standards. I saw it for the first time two years ago, and I was like, "Oh no!" And I know now that that director was an asshole um, because he recently passed away. And when people are like, "Oh my god, all of his work is so great," and you go to the Google, and Google's like, "Aha." Um, so I, I have different feels about Mr. William than some people are letting on in the timeline right now. Um, but it, it scans. Cause like, again, during the Exodus, both of his main actors got injured. And so what are those odds that that would happen unless the person who's in charge was a problem? Oh, that's true. Yeah. When there's, I forgot about that. When there's fucked up back, Chris there's films. a fire. Word. Chris films put me onto that. Mm-hmm. Uh, very scary right yeah and so the first one was really good and i think that we keep trying to milk this property but like it's never gotten to be that good again even the series which was fun i I don't it didn't really need to exist though um and i think hold up the what wait the the tv show had two seasons first season gina davis set set in chicago I it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah, I just did both seasons because I've been meaning to do them forever. Um, and so Bitch. I was like, "Why they on Hulu? Let me do it real quick." I'm the meme of the white lady with like math right now. <laughs> what? When did this come out? Um, I think like mid 20 teens, like maybe 2015, 2016. Yeah. Cause I, what? Did, I didn't know it was set in Chicago when I was living in Chicago. And I'm like, I could have been walking by that set really. But like it, the first season, I like the first season. Um, she was a Fox show, but still what happened? I can't hear. Can y'all hear me? I can hear you. Mm-hmm. Y'all can hear yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. What the fuck just happened? Hold on. Sorry. Please hold. And it looks like it's still on Hulu too. It, uh, oh, you said that, but um, it's uh, 2016. 
Yeah, because I moved to Chicago in 2016. And so I, I would have been around when they were filming season two. I Season one is good. She's a Fox show, but still good. Gina yeah. Davis is there. Um, we, we doing the things. It's a cool thing. Season two is a little bit chaotic, but I'm not mad at it. But I definitely see why they were like, mm, should we bring her back it's or time not? To I would have yeah. given her one more season, just a shorter season, because she was still doing network television episodes. And I was like, you need to do less. And you need to focus it and rein it in so you don't become Vampire Diaries or Supernatural later years. You need to you need to rein it in now. And I would have saw what she did with the third season and that would have made a choice. But I was not in charge of anything as usual. Uh, the thing is, sometimes when good shows like vanish like that, sometimes I do have to accept it. I'll say this about Channel Zero. Like, I love Channel Zero and I do want it to still be around. But it might have gone the path of American Horror Story where it stopped feeling you know, like what we fell in love with. So yeah, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. No, I, I did the first season of Panel Zero for the Fear Street Patreon, and I want to go back in, but that teeth person still haunts me, so I, I'm taking a pause. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I think you should definitely watch that TV show, Zero, because I'm excited to see if you agree with me or if you're going to be more of a season two stan. Okay, I'm down. Yeah. I accept that challenge. I accept. <laughs> and again, both seasons on Hulu right now. Gina Davis in the first one. It's set in Chicago that first season. And so I felt like I was going back home, even though I was only there for almost four years. And it was an awful time. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I know these neighborhoods. I know these kind of politicians. It's like all fake. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. All right. Well, um, speaking of heavy hitting IPs. My spidey senses are telling me that Saw 10 is going to be dramatic as fuck. Listen. As fuck. I am very excited. I'm about to start my Saw marathon. Because I left off somewhere around the time Luke from Gilmore Girl showed up. So I think movie three mm. or four. So I got to take it from the top. Yeah. Because I'm so out of the loop. Um, you got some work to do. I'm in the middle of doing that myself. And I've definitely seen the later sequels more recently mm-hmm. as opposed to like the og maybe like one to three mm-hmm. i haven't seen those since like my initial watch yeah. um and i thought to myself the other day because i was watching the first saw movie um i'm sure y'all saw i put the whole scene on my story on instagram of what's his name saw on his leg off <laughs> everyone was like ew zero why and i'm like you guys signed up for my content this is what you get cinema anyway <laughs> cinema. cinema bitch that's literally what i wrote on my letterbox i was like cinema bitch I, um I also saw- not as gay I, I didn't remember it being that gay he was very gay i mean i yeah I'm excited to go back through because I remember I, I saw the first three or four in Spiral. And so I, I'm ready to see what all happens in the middle. But people, again, forget I don't like to know things. So so many people kind of send me spoilers. And I'm like, I didn't watch the trailer for a reason. Okay? Because I was there. We, we oh. got to watch the trailer. We didn't watch the trailer because we were like, we don't want to be spoiled. And then when you went upstairs to see the exhibit, you were like, y'all would have been spoiled. And so I was like, ah. And people yeah. are just like in my inbox, like, you need to see him. Like, I don't. I let me go. I'm going to give it money. I'm about to catch up. Let me enjoy something. Life is hard. And they're like, no. Like- <laughs> nah, if you were to watch the trailer and then spoiled by this one thing, it would have, I don't want to say it would have ruined your like rewatch experience, but the thing, damn, how do I, now I'm fucking walking on eggshells. I'm tiptoeing around. The thing that's in the trailer that's like whoa is a a decently large plot point 
of like the lore of saw mm-hmm. i think that like kind of starts with saw two two or three like kind of starts around that time up until saw seven um but yeah i saw that that the, the thing happened in the trailer the 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 image was dropped and the whole fucking crowd was like yo like it was a moment it really was a moment but also if you were one of those people um that is particular about what they consume before the movie comes out i would say stay away from this trailer entirely mm-hmm. um for me personally i i kind of fell off the saw bandwagon after you know i i didn't have to sneak into the movies anymore um <laughs> as an underage grunt like that's definitely what had the appeal for me growing up was that i i couldn't watch them so i would just sneak into them um but after i became of age i was just kind of like eh, whatever um so seeing that thing definitely made me excited to see saw 10 but you know different strokes for different folks um, but I'm excited now after that ball was dropped. I think I'm excited for Saul j- just because I like the premise of it. But it at a certain point did start to feel kind of all over the place. I'm definitely going to show up for this one like I did the rest because I don't know. I'll always remember how that first Saul made me feel. And mm. and, and I'm, holding out, I'm holding out hope that one day they'll be able to kind of think of something that feels fresh and new. Because I think about how like Halloween one and two were so good, and then a lot of those middle ones weren't. But then H two O came out, and it was actually decent. Um, same difference with like the Halloween twenty eighteen. Like sometimes you just have to hold on, and then they'll mm. they'll give you something, and that might be ten. I hope. I will also just say there is nothing like the first installment of a franchise that is directed by James Wan. Um, yeah, his true. first installments, no notes. We get spotty after we expand on this Condren universe, but like that first Condren, <laughs> yeah, um, so good. That first saw cinema, um, even the first Insidious, I was like, Am I gonna like this? I didn't, but I liked it because it was <laughs> James Wan doing what James Wan do, getting bitches excited. He's a hype man, he's like, <laughs> He is, he is. James Wan is the one of the best hype men, I will say. You're right. Listen, he rolled in here with Malignant, and now we all dressing backwards, being like, hey, cab, motherfuckers. And I'm just like. <laughs> oh, no, baby. I've been dressing backwards, okay, since I've been uh, sneaking out of Trade's house at 16. So, you oh. know, they're just getting, <laughs> they're just getting hit. <laughs> I'm screaming. Like, I just Whether did, or not yo. it was intentional doesn't matter. I just imagine James and a Kayla Cooper sitting there being like, what if Criss Cross did make you jump? What? <laughs> Bitch. Oh my. I'ma head out. It's an, you finally reached your breaking point. <laughs> that was their first meeting. Um. <laughs> oh Lord. What were we talking about? That oh, shit just yeah. took me out. Oh right. Saw. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready. That poster. And let me say, we got, um, when I went to the Saw 10 showcase at Midsummer Scream, they they showed us that trap. It was like a seven minute clip of that trap, the one from the poster. I'm not going to tell you what all happens, but um, I did make a guess and I was wrong. Based Mm. on the poster, I made an estimate of like what that trap would be. And I was wrong. Um, I was pleasantly surprised in what it ended up being. 
Mm. Um, because you know, they're grasping at straws these days. They kind of get more and more creative Listen. than just, you know, cutting your leg off with the saw, even though that definitely did the trick oh, with yeah. the first one. But we've grown. And as we've matured, so is our relationship with body gore. Um, yeah. They showed us one of the traps at the end of the saw exhibit, too, because they were very proud of that one. And I was like, what the fuck y'all gonna be doing to them in this one? What? <laughs> They're like, it's from the new movie. Um, y'all wanna A see it? A whole lot. <laughs> oh, and if if y'all didn't know, if listeners, y'all didn't know, Saw 10 takes place in between one and two. Excuse? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's news yeah. to me. Yeah. So just to put it in a little bit of perspective. So if you don't want to, I'm sure it will add context, but you, if you're marathoning and I know, Sheree, you got shit to do. You, you a busy lady. You could probably stop at like three, maybe to get a little added context on the end, but it, it takes place in between one and two. Because I'm doing 100 movies in 92 days, I'm going to end up finishing the full franchise because, like, that's an easy six, seven movies. I don't know how many I've not seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we time traveling now with Jigsaw? Yeah, we are. Right, because he's dead. He's, like, he's dead, dead in in the franchise. Like, he's he been dead. Okay, because, again... So everyone's I'm- like, what is happening? And now we know... Again, I left out when Luke Danes walked in, so I'm not sure what happens until Chris Rock and him show up. And that movie was a movie. Um, <laughs> and I'm excited to go back in and yeah. be- what happened? How did we get here? How did we get to Samuel Jackson and the Saw Trap? Tell me. Tell me, please. <laughs> that was, honestly, Samuel L. Jackson in the Saw Trap was not on my fucking bingo card. <laughs> and it should have been. He's everywhere else. But for whatever reason, it was like, nah, not Samuel. And then he was like, give me out of this motherfucker. And I was like, oh my God, cinema! <laughs> I have one more thing to say for Wash Poppin' in the hard community right now, but we needed to get to this topic, so I'm going to tell y'all quickly. Um, but Street Trash is getting a remake. I've never seen Street Trash, um, but I will be watching it now because the remake is coming from uh, Ryan Kruger, who directed Fried Berry. Um, it's on Shutter. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, I got the chance to interview him, and he is a really funny dude. Also, an independent horror that you should definitely show up for. Um, but Fried Berry was, it was gooey and it was gross and it was silly and it was dumb. And from the knowledge that I'm getting from the internet, that's kind of what street trash is. So it sounds like it's like a perfect director casting, in my opinion. So I'm going to go up for that one. I, I'm excited because I never heard of street trash either until it was a thing. People love to be like, oh, yeah, no, this is a cult classic the whole time. They also just discovered this movie and they're lying. I'm not going to lie. I never heard of it, but I'm invested now. Like, they, they love to be you like, I have Death Spot there. merch. I'm like, bitch, you saw it on Tubi yesterday. Why are you lying? Screaming. Why, why are you lying? What's today's topic? Oh, yeah. Uh, we hope you have brought us appetites because we have been putting our blood, sweat, tears, and foot into today's meal. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we put our whole foot in this chicken soup for the cannibal soul. So come back for seconds. Bring your friends. Slurp it. <laughs> uh, oh, he did not need to add that last part. 
Ryan, you want to do that real talk? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm like, this is dramatic pause. <laughs> let's do a, a quick layover for real talk. I think my edible kicked in. Um, <laughs> so where are we going to go? Uh, where are we going to go first? Um, Soylent Green tried to warn us. Listen. Who wrote that? Because oh, wow. that was me. Yeah. That oh, that was fucking me. That was fucking me. Um, I think this is hilarious. There is a um, like a protein drink called Soylent right now, um, and I saw a homegirl of mine like got a you know she's in her bag. She's a Twitch streamer. She got a sponsorship from Soylent, and I'm looking at her like, bitch, are you sure? <laughs> are you positive? And the one that she had like in her promo pick was like the mint flavor, so it was like green. And I'm like, are you sure? Girl, are you fucking sure? If you haven't seen Soylent Green, listeners, um, it's a little surreal. It, it's a little, it's a little close to home. Um, it's it's giving all of the 2023 realness that we're living through right now. Fucking overpopulation, um, uh, industries taking over, monopolization of the the food environment, um, global pandemics and sickness and then of course what happens at the end of all that cannibalism honey soylent green is people soylent green is people and they tried their best to warn us about what the fuck is going to happen in the future i think this movie came out in the 70s but they've been knowing <laughs> we are this close listeners I'm, I'm holding up my my pointer and my thumb right now we are this fucking close to living in a soylent green situation this fucking close. This is the only thing that's not on the Soylent Green bingo card. Overpopulation? Check. Climate fuckery? Check. Issues with food sources? Check. The only thing left is cannibalism. I knew when the food got expensive, it was about to be dangerous out here. Uh, <laughs> it's about to get real dangerous. Um, tuna should not be a dollar a packet right now. The store Word. near me is selling Jiffy cornbread, 99 cents a box. I'm like, 99 cents a box? I'd rather just give up cornbread. Like, I can't give up cornbread. 99 cents a box it. for Jiffy. I'd be like those girls spending $20 for packs of cigarettes nowadays. <laughs> I love cornbread. My beans are going to have less green. bread because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to play that game with them. I know Jiffy's a 25 cent investment. Ramen noodles also creeping up, but I'm like, this is instant ramen. You know this is That's ramen. insane. That's insane. That's always been like the easy out, right? I know if I like if I gotta pay up some bills and I'm gonna be eating ramen noodles this week, it's fine. Don't worry about it. But it's literally more cost effective for me to get a couple packets of ramen noodles than it is for me to go to the store and get like, I don't know, vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know what's in them packets. People. The ramen noodles is people. It's soil and green. It's people. No. The soil and green is people. The ramen noodles is people. The jiffy pop is people. The cornbread is people. We've been Would eating. y'all really be surprised at this point with the way America's no. been doing us? Soil and green no. is probably fully based on truth. There's a reason mm-hmm. I don't ask what goes on in a Taco Bell. Okay? And it's because I don't want to oh, know. Oh, that's a little close to home right now. Listen. Well, that's some good people. Put my chalupa, put my chalupa oh! in my hand and let me go. 
I'm not trying to see nothing Can back there. Can I have there. my chalupa, please? I'm just like, Miss Chalupa, a little heavy today. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> anybody seen Barry? Stop asking questions. Look. Stop asking questions. Girl, I'm dead. Okay. The Sloppy Joe is a Sloppy Something Joseph. Else I, <laughs> sloppy Joseph. Damn, Sloppy Joseph. Um, another uh, piece of tea that I am very excited to bring up is wrong turn is fire, right? The wrong turn franchise. It's, it's dumb and silly and bad and all the best ways. And the one thing that like ties, how many fucking wrong turns are there? Like six or seven at this point? Like there's a lot. I think there's six and the reboot, which I just saw the reboot for the first time yesterday or the day before. Bitch, can we talk about the one thing that makes wrong turn wrong turn was not in that wrong turn reboot? They made a wrong turn by taking that out. They made a wrong turn. <laughs> I was like, um, you need to recalculate because I was waiting for that. Cause I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the franchise in the early aughts. I was like, we eating people. And they was like, we're a foundation. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Your foundation can crazy. also eat people. You can also eat people. Multitask, diversify. Right. Come on now. What? Yeah. <laughs> Multitask, diversify. That is wrong turn. Wrong turn is inbred freaks mm-hmm. who eat people. That is the criteria for a wrong turn movie. And why did actually wrong turn, the reboot didn't even have like inbreeding, really. No. no. I mean, so I wonder if him and the daughter were doing something because the wife been dead for a year, but he got a new wife and we never talked about it. And I'm just like, I'd rather y'all try and eat them than keep her as your new sex partner with her black boyfriend out doing who knows what. Um, Ooh, crazy, yeah. It, it was not a good lens. And this was like a two-year-old movie. It came out in 2021. I'm like, is this what y'all really mm-hmm. doing? Is this that y'all really do all this? Uh, I won't be here. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think it was bad. Like, I thought the movie was fine, but it's just like the things that make it a wrong turn movie were not there. Both of them. <laughs> it... It was a movie I've seen so much worse, um, especially in my life. But like, also, I was like, I came here for the cannibalism. I, I want to see people get eaten. That never happened. Maybe, maybe they were afraid of how that would test with the modern audience. They tried to, you know, simmer it down a bit. We get a new sex chase massacre every four years. So like, <laughs> they still trying to eat people when they can catch them. Um, like, <laughs> when they can catch them. <laughs> That's and plus, cannibalism game. is fully happening everywhere else. I feel like I do see a lot more of it nowadays, whereas, like, back in the day, it felt like it was hard to find movies with it for me. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's an interesting thing to think about cannibalism. You I kind of feel like you're right, though, Ghoulish. Wood. Like, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like, I don't know, movie studios today might be a little bit wary about the the cannibalism stories that they put out. I don't know. I don't exactly know why I feel that way. Um, Maybe because of how diverse the ratings for bones and all were um, when they finally came out. But I don't know. I I think there were, there's definitely more cannibalism movies in like the early two thousands, maybe even late Mm nineties, even though they were a little bit more like, obscure like they definitely were harder to find but at least they were out there and now i feel like just there's just less like across the board and when they do come out people are like oh my god which <laughs> I, we'll get to that in a second. 
people. It, it feels like horror has been getting a little bit conservative because the sex scenes are less sexy. The cannibalism is less cannibalism. Um, and I, I don't like that because horror has always been balls to the walls. That's why we were there because the blood. Like if no matter where I was in my life as a child, I could turn on a TV and somebody with a bucket of blood and three friends is making a movie. And I'm like, this is a good time. Let's go. Um, and now we're like less blood, more feelings. That's still happening over on Tubi, Sheree. Uh, That's the different. And the... That's dope and Tubi, and it is. What? I'm just, I'm just saying, you can, <laughs> there's a place to find the aesthetic you're looking for. You know what? You know what? I was on a path, and I'm gonna just say less now because if that's the other <laughs> alternative. Let's keep it conservative. But- no, but I feel you, though. Because, I, I, like, you think about Evil Dead, right? Like, the first one. I know you're not a huge Evil Dead fan, but it kind of fits that bill of just buckets of gore, yeah. you know, among friends in an indie project. Like, I feel you. And that's why I go up for Evil Dead Rise, because Lee Cronin was like, yeah. fuck them kids, blood on everything, blood on everybody. And I was like, this is an agenda I could support. Because we're afraid to get bloody. We're afraid to get dirty. People got to look pretty. And I'm like, it's not the CW, okay? Um, like You didn't have to do that. You, it, you you know she wants you know like bitches running around in their business suits and tank tops being like oh no i have trauma let's talk about it for an hour and a half i'm like no let's kill some bitches (laughs) i i come for the kills i come for the thrills i don't want to hear you and your friends talk about your problems that's a different show like (laughs) oh no oh no the same sex in the city (laughs) damn Ooh. Not sex in the city. That guy less sexy too. <laughs> Damn, we can't have anything these days. In my day. Oh my god, are we turning into those old people? Is that what yeah. this is about? Oh my god. I'm just saying. Think about the things we had to sneak to watch when we were kids, because like yeah. we saw a bunch of things, but also there was some stuff where it's like none of my peers are sleeping. I'm gonna watch this shit. It was always like blood, guts, and ass to borrow from jazz. It was always blood, guts, and ass. And now we're lucky we get one. Tubi. Stop. Stop. Tubi has crossed me. I saw so many things on Tubi. We gotta we gotta have a different conversation because like they need to they just You're right. um I've seen too much. I'm I'm giving a Tubi hiatus again. Um <laughs> I did make Mike watch <laughs> I made Mike watch Killjoy. So you did the Lord's work. And why did he hate it? Ghoulish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him you you the person who recommended that. Oh, <laughs> oh of course. High cinema. So like if Mike should put your doorstep, <laughs> it's, it's for a fight. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be very kill Bill. Look. Oh, oh, I'm not Lord. answering the door. Look, I'm dispatching uh Killjoy because he he lives here, okay? Uh he's he lives in the pipes underneath the house. <laughs> That's some scary shit. Let me not even say that. I gotta be in here by myself before meal comes home. But what is the next bullet point of so we talk okay. about okay. This is this all right. This is serious business. Okay, every once in a while, I'll get invited to an advanced screening of something, and I I feel like at this point in my career, I've I've been to several, but there has only been two times where journalists will literally get up and leave the theater. I feel like that's like a consumer thing to do, like walk out of a movie i know it happens sometimes people have walked out of movies but as a journalist and a critic walking out of a film i feel like that means business no like that that's kind of yeah the first time i've ever seen critics walk out of an advanced screening was for sorry to bother you oh um 
interest. Well, you can also guess what, you know, they were a little melanin deficient. So I don't, I don't know if it was really the right audience. It's also ironic that movie comes up today because talking about cannibals and Army Hammer is definitely a cannibal. But go on. Hey, yo. Oh, my <laughs> God. That should have also been in the real talk. Let's put a pin in that Let's- real quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a pin in that one. Um, Make sure our name was in danger. <laughs> danger, honey. Danger. I got invited to see Bones and All in an advanced screening. And I, I left a little upset because I feel like whatever marketing company facilitated the advanced screening invited all the wrong journalists. Because I, I truly felt like the theater was filled up with Timothy Chalamet fans. Because, um, you know, he can pull an audience. It doesn't matter what he's in. I will admit he is a good actor. He's got that that boyish, cute thing going on that everybody loves. I get it. I totally get it. And now after seeing a couple of his films, I'm like, okay. Like, you know, there's a reason why people show up for this guy. I feel like that's the reason why people show, showed up is because timothy chalamet not necessarily because it's this new innovative film that mixes horror and romance in a really um not conventional unconventional way um and we've all seen bones and all here right yes yeah and she okay, on prime so, video if you have not seen her get on her oh really oh just watch hit. bones and all on prime yeah like okay week. yeah go watch it i i love this movie personally i i thought it was like, so unique and different but yeah, I read the book. In the first, like, tw- I didn't know it was a book. It That's was based new. on a book. Um, and I was like, excuse you. And so I went to read it. And it's also sad, but it's different. It's different? Yeah, just enough is different to where it's like, oh. Um, and so oh. it's almost like we're having a different... I couldn't put it down because I was reading it while we were at South by Southwest. Um, that was my, like, I'm going to read this while I'm getting ready to leave because I'm here all day for no reason in Texas. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, it's over. What do you mean it's over? Would you recommend is, it? Is Marin Black in that one also after that? I'm just curious. Like, I, the book, I, I recommend the book, but also it's definitely a YA fiction. And so. Oh, okay. But no, like, no. as far as YA goes, it's got cannibals already. Um, it's, it's different, but also it's, it's still the same. It's still the same enough, if that makes, I don't want to ruin anything because the things that are changed, I have okay. thoughts about. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm not mad at it, and I see why they were like, This needs to be on film, but we're gonna tweak some stuff. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. I'm interested. Is it also called Bones and All? Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. I mean, is that on this bookcase? It's probably the one in my bedroom because I was gonna like get her name because I I'm acting like I don't have the internet. Hold, please. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, Well, if it's not in here, I'll never know. <laughs> well, on the same top, have you read um, Tender is the Flesh? Not yet. Oh, bitch. Camille DeAngelis, if I'm saying it correctly, that's who wrote it. I've never heard her name out loud, but I think it's DeAngelis. I'm with it. I'm putting that on my wish list. I would love to read it. And it's a quick read because, you know, I just started reading again to read Brother Goosh's book. Um, So I was very happy. (laughs) (laughs) Tender is the Flesh is also a really good one I would recommend. Yeah. It's but it is like a Soylent Green situation. I'm gonna pull up on that then. Thank you. Yeah, Tender is the Flesh has been on my list for ever. I probably could jump into it and read it um, at some point, but my list is just ridiculous at this point. 
It's just, oh my God, my reading list is out of control. Like right now I'm reading like a couple of different books, including Paradise Lost, which I don't know. I was like, I just want to read this. I want to know what happened. But sometimes I'm like, why am I reading this right now? Like what is happening in my life? I've decided my next book is Elvira's um, memoir, which I've had since it came out and it's signed and everything. And I've never actually gotten to read it. Because I ordered a signed copy because that's mother. Um, <laughs> yes. Like Mark Queen said mother. that book was really good, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, she's given tea because, like, she's been in Hollywood for a minute, and so she got stories. And I'm like, I need to go see these stories. Um, but I just, when do I have time to sit still? So I was like, mm. but she's mm. next. She's got to be next because it's been like two and a half years of me carrying this book around, being like, I'm a reader. <laughs> it's mm. time to stop lying. <laughs> Ghoulish, I know that you have like three Junji Ito novels on your list as well because I blinked and he published five new books. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta catch up. I gotta find the time too. Us Ito fans are eating good right now. I mean, between yes. the new stuff that's come out and I actually did break to watch that trailer for the new Usamaki and they this is gonna be good. Okay. Have you seen the trailer? I haven't, but I we manifested it. Y'all yeah, did. We did. I mean, yeah, I feel like it came out literally the next day. <laughs> I went away for but, one episode and I come back and y'all just like, we need this. Summon in circle. <laughs> right. It was candles lit everywhere. <laughs> we held hands around the Himalayan's pink salt lamp. Right. I'm just like, who in here are doing rituals again? Come on now. Like <laughs> Mm. We're in here chanting, talking about mama say, mama saw, mama. <laughs> All the good candles is burnt down. And I'm just like, I was gone for one half hour. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> let me, let me yawn. I got it going on. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, my God. Mama All right, say, let me mama tell mama you this. Let me tell you this. <laughs> so I go into the theater to see Bones and All. And it's, it is the exposition. The, the very top of the movie, the scene with the sleep, the sleepover scene with the finger. That's like what? First 20 minutes? Yeah. Barely. First 10, 15? Yeah. Yeah. Like 20 minutes in or less. Mm-hmm. I would love to say maybe an eighth of the theater stood up, walked out. Bitches. Okay. Right so you're that. putting some context into this because I... I was wondering why the critics would get up and walk out, but you're trying to say maybe they thought because Timothy Chalamet was a part of it, it was going to be a different type of moment. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Because that yeah. was the moment that pulled me into the film. Like, because it was just so gruesome. And As I was should. not expecting it. Yeah. Like, that was the fucking, that was the hook right there. Yeah. But, you know, if, if all you need to do is read the synopsis <laughs> to, to understand yeah. what what kind of movie this is just like very vaguely um and if you they obviously did not read the synopsis because there was going mm. to be some sort of morbid agent here and the, the second they got a little taste of it they were out they were fucking out 
It shows because Variety is already always failing us. And so if their critics are just like, oh no, do we eat a finger? Of course you're going to sit through a full horror movie and understand anything. It's a finger. Like a finger, that's that's a prelude. Like you don't even know where the rest of the show went. Like That's an appetizer, right? honey. That's a love note. Like <laughs> come talk to exactly. me when we bite people in the fucking bag and people are screaming and squelching. When you see squelching in your closed captions, then you could be like, I'm upset. <laughs> squelching. <laughs> Whenever I see it makes it worse than hearing the squelching. Cause it's like, oh, that sounds juicy. Like, mm-hmm. squelching. I'm like, oh, don't say it. Like, like, don't, don't tell me the word. That reminds yeah. me of, of the captions for Jordan Peele's nope. Like the the sounds, like the written out the sounds, like especially that the the scene when like all the people are being digested. What, what, were, what what were the captions? Because I didn't see what captions. You're gonna like make me muffled watch it. screams, squelching, and and sputtering, and like it was it was it was visual ASMR. It was ASMR in writing. It's crazy. There there are some movies where I want to turn off the closed captions because I I have yeah. an attention problem, so I leave them on. Um, but sometimes when they're describing the noise, I'm like, you know what? I will just I will brave it out. I, I'm a little toasty. Well, who chose could. these words? Let me just turn these right off. That's too many squelches. Oh. <laughs> I think the craziest closed caption I can remember was on Lovecraft Country when the things would come and it was a eldritch thrumming. I was like, that is, <laughs> that, that is such an accurate depiction. But what is it? <laughs> Maybe have a fun with those. Maybe have a fun. I'm sorry. Eldritch. Thrumming. What? Thrumming. Thrumming. I cannot. Who? comes up with this is this a and this is i'm not being funny this is a legitimate question like is this somebody's job like closed caption like writer or do they are they using ai with this shit oh you're right it's probably ai now you're 100 right this is a machine because back in the day it was basically just transcribing what the script is to the screen um but like there's parameters because you can only have so many like words oh so it's the playwright's fault listen it's the writer's Hmm. fault usually eldritch thrumming no and then that's why, like, a lot of the things that gets translated are off because when you have to translate it, you still have to, like, keep all those parameters in check. So you have to, like, have a certain amount of words on the screen at a time. I'm going to be up there for a certain amount of time. And so those translations be wild because people's like, I got to do all this and all this, and it ain't going to match. And that's why we were like, that's not what she said. I know she, that's not what she said. I don't speak that language, but I know that's not what she said. <laughs> and people are mad at Squid Game. And it's just like, it's a lot of rules, y'all. Y'all can't just be like, give me verbatim. Oh, yeah. Because Squid Game was a good example. I also need to finish her. I left off and like, I think episode four or five. And I got started from the top because it's been so long. That ending is really good. I'm, I'm actually curious what they're going to do with Squid Game when it comes back. Like, I forgot. I'm foaming at the mouth i think you might like the ending too sheree it's like i mean there's annoying parts of it to be honest like some people found it like unsatisfactory but i'm talking about one scene in particular and i know zero's probably knowing which one i'm talking about because it goes down I do. like they're not fucking playing around i love an honest ending and a lot of people don't because i i'm the bitch who was like this is the correct ending for like angel because when that ended oh people were mad they were like it's not a real ending I'm like, but it is because this is their every day that makes sense that they would end it doing what they always do <laughs> getting ready for the next fucking battle like what you want them to be retire like they vampires and demons they this is what they do okay this is their life like <laughs> let me just say one thing on that i don't want to stay here too long by accident but freddie versus jason no. did y'all know people hated that ending did y'all know this i hated that movie but also no. 
I mean, oh, I, really? I, yeah, I was gonna say, I know people hated the movie, but I didn't know people felt some type of way about that. I ending think I just got shot. Oh my god, that ending, Am I the only that ending was controversial because oh. they told the director, I think Ronnie Wu, did I, did I make that name up because I'm bad at names? Um, shit, I don't know. I'm about to double check. Keep going. Um, but they told him he could pick the ending if he directed the movie. He did a bunch of things that pissed people off because originally Kane Hodder was supposed to be that Jason, and then he shenaniganed with the casting director. And so Kane called Robert England to be like, I thought we were gonna do this together. And Robert's like, What happened? Oh, and they were like, They cut me. Um, and so it was a different person playing Jason, and also he was harassing Isabel about being naked because her contracts were like, I will not be naked, I'm a horror star. I, I'm asking to not be naked. There's a whole movie. He's like, you need to show your tits. Show your tits. And then you got somebody to do a body double scene for her in the shower, but like they were already not getting along. And so um, I think it's Ronnie Yu, and I think he's an asshole, if that's the correct name. And you're right. It's Ronnie Yu, like, by the way. Yeah, you're... Yeah. <laughs> but the screenplay, Wes Craven, Victor Miller, Mark Swift, Damian Shannon, Shannon... Shannon. I don't know why I can't make it. I word. believe the Wes Craven is because he came up with the original Freddy and it's one of those. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Because yeah, I, like mm. I installed recently they did that with Scream 3 and I'm like he wasn't. I mean not 3. Wait, is it 3? Whichever one. There's one that I know six. for a fact he wasn't. No, no, no. Not 5 and 6. It, it was one of the earlier ones. I just can't remember. But yeah. there is one where he's not really on it for real for real. And um, they listed him because technically he started working on it. I just can't remember which one it is. He directed the first four. Are you talking about Kevin Williamson There's who dipped one... out? Because Kevin Williamson did dip out for three, but it's based on his character, so he has a credit. Okay, yeah, no. Yeah, I mixed it up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Williamson stepped out on yeah. And it showed. Because he left them notes, and they were like, fuck your notes. And I was like, y'all should have taken them notes. Y'all should have taken them fucking Stop. notes. <laughs> Look, we're not doing this. You know I love screen three. We're not doing this today. Okay, we're talking about we talking about bitches eating bitches. Okay, um, there is no bad screen, but that is definitely not the favorite. I'm about to say you stay saying it's no bad screen, but then pulling up on screen three like this because she is not the favorite child. Um, we love all of our children, but one of them is their father's child, and she's to go ahead and go over there for the weekend. Oh. The girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, don't. So who is the first bullet point? Look, we started on bones and all. What are we gonna? Is there anything else we need to say about bones at all before we talk about? Yes, Fred? Yeah. while Ray is acting fresh. And all. <laughs> For real, Zero don't even like slashers, so she's like, y'all can duke it out. Nah. I'm just I, look. This is me with my my legs crossed, my hands tucked. Not I'll wait. I'm gonna let you guys duke it out. I'm not getting. I'm not getting in the middle of this. I'm not. I'm not because the second I jump in, y'all are gonna whoop my ass because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, um, I love Bones and All, and I thought it was um, very unique and innovative. And I feel like a lot of people missed the point. Um, yeah. I feel like most of the people that missed the point are like not uh, um, avid horror consumers. But you know, like when do we get? horror romance like this like this shit was really it was really um it, it was giving shakespeare it was like fucking a tragedy a, like a romeo and juliet just straight up so romantic but so tragic i i did shed a tear i will be honest and, and be transparent i did shed a tear because that shit was real sad but to me this whole movie is is like a metaphor for living with addiction, mm -hmm. right? That's how I 
consumed. <laughs> That's how I consumed this movie was, you know, because a lot of times addiction is her- it can or it can be hereditary. Yeah. So these two kids, young kids, you know, they were passed down this gene, was susceptible to uh, to becoming addicts from their parents. And now they're young and alone and they have to figure out how to live with the sickness you know and they it's clear that they can't help themselves and they just have to figure out how to survive and like or do we just fucking off ourselves right now and just don't have to deal with this for the rest of our life which unfortunately is you know the outcome with a lot of cases of addiction people just will succumb to their sickness that that is that or you can you try your best to persevere and figure out ways to cope. And it's that's never an easy thing, what, whatever your vice is. Um, eating people is probably at the top of all of whatever your vices could possibly be. But this is the most extreme example, I guess, of what it feels like to, to be young, alone, and dealing with a life of addiction. How do you do yeah. that? I'm, you know, I'm happy you brought it up as the Romeo and Juliet um, of cannibalism because I just saw Warm Bodies, which mm, oh, I fucking hate that movie. I can't stand it. I hate that movie so much. My coworkers at my job know that's the one way to trigger me because that that's an that's an ethical issue right there. Mm-hmm. That's I will I will stand here and I will defend Bones and all, mm-hmm. and I also defend uh, Fresh yes. and Raw for the same reasons as romanticized as they are, but warm bodies, that's a fucking ethical issue. Cause honey, that's called necrophilia. Yes. And that is frowned upon. That is insanely frowned upon and fucking illegal. Yes. I said what I said. I said, also it was a bad movie and don't get me wrong. It was a bad movie. I, I love looking at Nicholas Hall. He could get it. I'm not gonna lie to you. He could He's get cute. it. He's mad cute. But mm-hmm. like that movie, I was like, Nikki, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. Nikki, um, <laughs> Nikki, Nikki. But I put it on. So I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm watching hundred movies and I, I keep putting this one off because of the romance. And I was like, I should have kept putting it off because now that I've seen it and I'm upset. I wasted my time. Um. <laughs> But before we move on uh, from Bones and All, let me just say this. I also want to touch on something you said, Zero. It made me cry as well. This movie, I just don't know what it is. It's like, I feel like they're afraid to make movies like this nowadays because of how polarizing it can be to the horror audience, for example, because of its romantic elements. But then also because if you are more into the romance, you're probably the girls getting up in the 20 minutes because she loved that copper shade so much that she's chewing home girls fingers off. So it's, it, to me, it feels like it's, it's supposed to be like a Gothic romance or it's, it, I feel like he might've even been, well, I don't know who the filmmaker is for, of this project. He or she, I forgot his name. He did call me by your name though. Cause him and Timmy Chardonnay worked together before. Oh. Okay. So I, okay. Well, he, definitely seem to be inspired by ganja and hess i think yep because even though they're not technically vampires i still feel like this grappling with humanity thing that you get in gothic stories but then also kind of like i don't know the elements they just this is a masterpiece and i even like rewatching it recently i felt embarrassed that i was so emotional about it but it's just such a nice story they did their thing luca i don't think you should feel embarrassed for that Luca, that yeah. shit was sad. And it sorry, Sheree, it it, w- it was sad. And those kids were like 
at the most vulnerable state that they could possibly be in, which is something that's yeah. really hard to, and that shit is real. Like, obviously, no, the cannibalism part is not real. I mean, but we like, don't know people. You know. Stop. Uh, mm, uh, <laughs> Army <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> yeah, let me show mm. 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 Um, The director is Luca Guadagnino. I know I'm not saying that correctly. I'm from Missouri. So I'm going to apologize if I ever plays that for him. I'm sorry. I apologize. I know it's not right. Somebody please tell me how to say it. Um, But he definitely did Call Me By Your Name, which I've not seen because I'm not a romance girl, which is why this is my first time seeing Timmy Chardonnay on the screen because I'm like, oh, cannibals? I guess I'm going to try it. Um, and it worked out. And I think part of the reason it does work is because Timmy Chardonnay and let me pull up the co-star's name. I just forgot because I'm great with names. Taylor Russell. Thank you. Those two were acting their asses off. And so I actually gave a shit because I'm not out here just being like, what are the teen romances like? I couldn't care less. I'm not a romance girl. Like, I, I don't like kids. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, I'm here for the cannibalism. Oh, no, y'all can act. Now I'm invested. Fuck y'all. And that was my ride with that movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, it hits because they were acting their asses off, and Luca directed the fuck out of they it. They were, and I'm they happy. They were acting their asses off. I'm happy he's no longer working with real cannibals. He's working with actors who can play cannibals. Um, I think that's going to help everybody out so much. Yeah. Also, Mark Rylance. That holy shit! That is one creepy motherfucker. Holy shit! I, yeah. I'm still hurt because the second we complimented him, the last time I talked about Bones and all, he got on the internet the other day and embarrassed me. Like, not even a week after we were done. Not even a week after we were done. What did he say again? He was either anti-vax or something else. He says shit for attention, it turns out. But he was just out here living his, like, best white man life. I'm like, I literally, when we ever compliment a white person, I open up Twitter <laughs> when we're done recording, and I'm like, oh, no. Look! <laughs> Like, no. Damn, we should shut up more. Right? We should shut up more. No, I was embarrassed. We're going to get this work, even if it comes at our expense. <laughs> we're still going to do it. We got to do it. When Ryan said that, he fucking put his arms up like someone was going to hit him. Right? <laughs> at it's our like, expense. It's oh. a good performance. <laughs> talk to him no more. What? <laughs> I was rooting for him. We were I fucking we voted for him. For him. For best supporting actor in the Chainsaw Awards, I, I think I might that was have as performance. I did. I know for a fact that I did. I, there were so many because again, like I was like, I don't know about the actors this year. And it was like, oh no, so many bitches I love is in this category, and it's because we won't let some people just be leading um, actors, and so they keep having to like overcrowd the supporting role characters. Give these people some leading roles. Not Mark, because okay. whatever he said, I'm pissed about. I don't remember what it is right now. But like, <laughs> you don't even remember what he said. I just remember being like, and this is why I don't talk to white men no more. And I closed, I forced closed mm. the app. <laughs> and I was like, no. Damn, let a force close. Fuck. Anyway, I'll go up for that movie. I really will. I really will. She was a good time. She was a good time. And she's slower than I like. And she's more romantic than I like. But I, I could not take anything away from her. Like, art, cinema. I'm in my like Nicole Kidman business suit looking at the lights. Um, that's me when Bones and All happens. It's so rare. Like all the cannibalism movies that I can think of, the cannibal, or maybe not all, but most, the cannibal is is the bad guy. The cannibal is the conflict. But this is like you don't really know where to stand because yeah, these kids are like fucking killing people and committing crimes, but 
they also have that innocence and you feel bad for them because it is they portray cannibalism as addiction they're not just you know some sick fucks they like really can't help themselves and have to balance how to fucking live with that and so you pity them they don't have any fucking upbringing these kids can't get a job they can't go to school they can't be like socialized because of it I was just like, can y'all eat bad people? Because I have a list. I got some relatives I can ship y'all right now. Um, right, I, on some Dexter shit. I, I support y'all's romance. Um, also, my enemies list is long. We can make this work. Look, <laughs> I was invested. And Sheree's block list. Oh, Go ahead. Y'all hungry? I mean, it's like my burn book is your menu. What? Oh. <laughs> uh. Yo, also, so, so the menu came out at that time, at the same time as well, and I was confident. I was like 99% sure that that was going to be a cannibal movie, and I was disappointed when I learned that it wasn't, to be honest with you. I, I went to the theater um, for a triple feature, so I saw Bones and All, The Menu, and Violet Night on the same day. And Bones and I wow. was the first, Bones and I was the first movie, so it, the rest of the things, I was trying not to cry for the movie. <laughs> I was like, David Harbour is so funny. <laughs> this is Charlotte Guzamo again. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> but like, I was like, the, where's the other cannibal movie? I thought we'd come to the cannibal movie and we did not. We. I was disappointed. I was. I think the menu is definitely one of those that are mostly made for people who are those kind of critics that need high concept things. Cause like mm -hmm. she's fine, but like we could have killed more people and we could have had more fun with the kills as opposed to I'm overworking for the people. I don't like customer service. Nobody does. Nobody does. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't expecting that to be a movie about fine art and capitalism. I, I would have preferred cannibalism, but. Bitch, sure, I just lived in Chicago for four years. I get it. Capitalism's awful. Oh, I, I didn't need this movie to tell me that. Um, but here we are. We survived. We saw it. Here we are. Um, on the same topic of cannibalism and romance, Raw is just a perfect movie. It is a perfect fucking movie. That is my fucking jam. I don't know how many times I've seen that movie now. I have a very soft spot for like sibling romance yes. and like even in like the smallest of of quantities and i know i've said this before but like even in fucking guardians of the galaxy 2 when gamora and nebula are like trying to kill each other and then one of them was like i just wanted a sister and then they like oh my god waterworks me yes. in the theater like ah, she just wanted a sister anything <laughs> having to do with siblings i just lose my fucking mind at I, I just can't handle it. I really can't. And Raw, Raw did something to me. Did it do something to you? Did it do something to me? I saw Raw after Titan um, is what mm -hmm. I found out people are calling her. Cause I was like, Patain. Um, but I saw it after. Um, Julie DeCorno is a wild ass bitch. And I, she's mm -hmm. always bringing chaos. She's not afraid to go there. Because again, the cannibal movies have not been the cannibaling. And she was like, you know what I'm gonna do in 2016? I'm gonna eat some fingers. I'm going to have some bloody slips and slides. Um, these boys might be going missing. And I'm like, yes, yes. Because you know what? When men are meat, I have less problems with them. Look. <laughs> <laughs> he can't make you happy. Yo. He needs a happy meal. Look. <laughs> that can also double as an uh, uh, innuendo. 
That's why. Mm. That's why midnight meat train is going to disappoint me. It took me three minutes to remember English. Midnight meat train is going to disappoint me because it's not going to be the kind of meat I'm thinking about, and that's all I'm saying about that. Nah, no. mm. I mean men are meat in midnight meat train. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I could be a bit more emotional mm. in that one, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, Raw is a perfect movie. It, it, I'm just so impressed with turning cannibalism into this romantic thing um that really fucking twists our noggins and i think that's what gets the people a little rustled in the jimmies you know what i mean because they can't wrap their heads around this thing that's inherently bad and inherently fucked up and makes you a fucking weirdo and a creep and a pervert could actually make you feel things because yeah. boy was i feeling things in this movie the more we talk about it, the more I see why cannibalism is a sexy thing because we still live in a society where women aren't supposed to eat. And so when you have somebody you can eat in front of and you can eat what you want, which is the ribs and like the arms and the legs, <laughs> um, that's sexy to be like, oh, are you still here? Because we have all these like fucking things that women just laughing at salads. I'm like, I'm not, first off, I'm laughing at salad because I want a real meal. Um, secondly, <laughs> When I say I'm hungry, we've got 21 minutes for there's going to be violence. But like, we don't make room for those kind of women in media. It's all like, everybody's a size five and we had orange juice for breakfast and then went about our day. <laughs> and so seeing bitches stash somebody up with a partner and be like, yeah, <laughs> I like these organs, bitch. Like that's, that's sexual. That's romance. Cinema. Wow. I love that. That was a whole lot of facts just now, Sheree. Like... <laughs> The more we talk about it, the more I see it. Because that's that's what's sexy is people eating together as opposed to people being like, let's have some fake problems because this is a Hulu original. Oh, <laughs> them sitting down and being mm. like, we fried this bitch together. We're going to eat this bitch together. <laughs> Amen. I mean, <laughs> In Jesus' name we pray. Listen, couples who eat people. <laughs> stay together. They ain't uh, going nowhere. Listen. That's true. I mean... If bones and all had went differently, they would still be together, you know, greasing together. Listen, um, listen. Yeah, had to happen. Sad. Had to happen. No man yeah. can tear apart what's been found in this can. Period. I wonder if they could do a sequel. Don't no. Let Timmy Chardonnay lay where he laid. Let him. Let him go. Let him go. Cause you know it's gonna come back. It's gonna be see no evil too by the Sasuke sisters. Like, oh no, uh, no. no. Okay, you're right. You Let me stop that? asking for things. Let me stop. <laughs> I don't need to receive that one. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. I was gonna say. I was about to say, bones and all and raw would make an incredible double feature, but that's that's just really sad. So actually, never mind. Don't do that. I would do bones Heart and all and fresh to be winky. Okay, Bones and All and Fresh, that's a fucking double feature. Now, that's yeah. a sexy-ass movie. Actually, that's a chick flick, yes. okay? That's one of the best chick flicks I ever laid my fucking eyes on. Girl Dinner. Girl. <laughs> this is me logging out. I want to say something real quick, though, about something that y'all said earlier about Bones and All and in, in its relationship to Fresh. for Because, like... I think the people who got up and walked out, if the cannibalism looked like the cannibalism on Fresh, they wouldn't have got up because that food was looking pretty Correct. good. Oh, the the titty meat? Stop it. Listen. Fresh had the best cooked people I've seen since Hannibal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
I but, remember going in the handbook being like, he's a cannibal. This is gross. And I was like, ooh, that's a good pairing, actually. Rosemary on that thing? The rosemary. Not the fresh herbs from the garden. Um, this has on some real nerdy archives. Have you guys seen um, the Death Battle channel on YouTube? No. Death Battle. No, it, maybe, but it's like not ringing the bell. Ryan, maybe. Okay, so it's this YouTube channel. It's been, they've been making videos for fucking centuries at this fucking point. And it's just a, a team of nerdy guys, and they take different characters from different franchises, mm. and then they break down each of their stats, and then they put them in a hypothetical battle to see who would win. Like, one of my favorites is Dante versus Bayonetta, or like, um superman versus fucking captain america you know, you know what i mean like, girl, by the way but keep going i'm into it battles that could you know based on the franchise like yeah. probably never happen and they, like mario versus sonic you know they put like shit like that oh. together and, but they break down the stats and then they'll have an animator come in to animate the fight what that would look like yeah. another good one is they did uh deadpool versus the mask and but they're like real oh. canon and scientific with it. And then they have an animator come to animate what a fight would look like. I don't remember homeboy's name from fresh, but mm. him versus Hannibal and some kind of showdown, especially because they are both damn sexy. And that, yeah. that could just be a critical hit within itself from either of them. It don't matter who, but I would like to see uh, the two of them get in a room together for the sake of my loins. Thank for the you. sake of mine too. Um, but if you throw Sully into that fight, it's off. I, I call, I, oh um, nah, I'm putting my pants off. back on. No, um, <laughs> no. Him and his braid gotta go. Slide that back off. You said him and his what? Braid, like they gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. That braid. Oh that braid got fleas. Uh, I won't hear nothing else. <laughs> like. That braid could have been put on the, the white girl's head on Twitter that was like, kiss my white ass. I'm going to have these braids. That's what it looked like. She it was giving like, unmoisturized. Like, sit down and deal with it. But it looks like that. She's like, mm, kiss my white ass. Look, I'm here for cannibalism, but I'm, I'm not scarred. here for appropriation. Um, one of these is wrong. Well, Look. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the cannibalism, but hold the racism. Right, though. cannibalism. I can That's where I draw the line. But like appropriation, <laughs> no. Take them braids out your head. They don't even look good. Um, help, they dry. Help. <laughs> when y'all told me about the video, I was able to find it typing in white girl defending box braids. Ma'am, you need rebranding. <laughs> you know what she's about? You know what she's about? She's like, this is my personality. Like, when it's when she tried to like twerk. I was like, girl, you don't, stop, stop. You don't have any friends, so I'm going to reach out to you to be like, stop. <laughs> That's a stiff-ass twerk. Is that what you said, Listen, sir? Okay. Both. <laughs> it wasn't the even a twerk. Stiff. It was a work. It wasn't the a twerk. The waistline was stiff. <laughs> Fuck. Everything's stiff. It was a work. Was she twerking to Iggy Azalea? Probably secretly. Might as well. Wait, it didn't. Mm, no. This is a happy space. We're talking cannibalism. If I bring up Iggy Azalea drama, it's a wrap. She probably this eats somebody right now. That's end. why she's not she's done. Destroy the mood. That's the one thing she's not done. It doesn't want to bring a card. It's her free space. Um, oh my god! <laughs> but oh my god! I I want to bring up Signs of the Lambs because we touched on Hannibal, but like 
Hannibal Lecter in this original movie is how I learned how to read a bitch. Because when Clarice oh walks God. in, he's like, I can smell your cunt and your cheap pay less shoes, you little bitch. And I'm like, ah, I'm a Ew! child. I'm a child. And then he ate people too. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, baby. Hannibal was definitely not playing with these girls. No. No. When he was- I want to know what's more deadly though. Is it the read or is it the fate? Because I, I feel like the read the is read. a little bit more deadly. After he's done reading you, you just go ahead and climb into the pot. You're like, you know what? Uh, my feelings <laughs> yeah. hurt. I'm just going in this yeah. thing to the king. Like, that's this my top. Take me to the king. No, because literally when he's done talking about how he could smell you and your pay less shoes, you're just like, oh, shit. Just end it. And he's like, I know. Get in my pantry. And you just waiting for your turn. And where to go? You know what? That's what I live about. I live for with Clarice. Mama, she was like, "Listen, I know I'm wearing pay less shoes, and I know that this suit is from the secondhand store, but Doctor Lecter, I am here for business." Mama was unbothered, unfazed, uncatchable, unflappable. Like, oh, I'm getting turned up. Let me calm down. The point is this: Hannibal was definitely, like you said, like. You, this is an IP that I can't handle talking about because it's it's I'm starting to like, but the cannibalism in that was like toned down. They 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 definitely we knew it was happening, but then when the show came out, they were like, oh no, y'all getting this work? Yeah, y'all going to see yeah, yeah. HD cannibalism? Brian V Fuller was like, you know what we gonna v. do? <laughs> <laughs> you know we gonna, we gonna eat some bitches every week, and I was They're like, ah! and it looked good. Like I would buy the Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. cookbook. I can't cook, and I'm not gonna go catch people because like, ugh. But like they was looking right, Wait. like they was looking like lamb chops. Yeah. Is there a cookbook like dead ass? I think there was. I that could, I can purchase. I don't think oh. I made it up. Let me Google to make sure. But I think there was a Hannibal Lecter cookbook. That's brilliant I merch, like brilliant. Fucking, are you kidding? Brilliant. And I do have several horror cookbooks um, that I should. So I should probably add that one to my collection yep. if I can purchase it. Um, it's oh, cooking. Uh, let me get the exact title: Feeding Hannibal, a connoisseur's cookbook. Oh, oh. I'm there. I need to have it. Um, my birthday is January 14th. You can find my <laughs> wish list um, at the link in my bio. Thank you. If somebody could get Brian Fuller to sign it, that'd be cute too. Um, actually, just have him be on the show so we can ask him. Just do that. Information. Brian V. Fuller. Brian V. Fuller. Because literally, mm. people sleep on him because his shows keep getting canceled because we don't deserve good TV. That's why they're getting canceled. We've not earned yeah. it. Um, but he was like, I'm going to take Hannibal Lecter. I'm making fucking queer and we're going to play some bitches. And I'm like, ah! I feel seen. <laughs> As a Gemini, I too would pick my bitches and feed them to people. I wouldn't eat that shit, probably. I don't know. We're in a recession. Maybe I would now. But like, I'd be like, y'all can have these steaks. Everybody eat in my house. <laughs> Enemies mm, gone. Period. <laughs> oh my God. That's why Will can't stop. Because Will's like, I'm into you, but I'm also into this food. I don't know how to make people. You ain't show me the recipes. <laughs> so we got to keep this cat and mouse game going. <laughs> Different. I'm dead. <laughs> Have y'all seen the horror of Dolores Roach yet? I need to. I have not yet, but I cannot wait, especially because you were telling me it does have those parallels between uh, Sweeney Todd, and I love Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's based off of a podcast, a a Spotify original podcast. It is fiction. It it is not real. There are literally some people walking around thinking that the podcast, it is not real. I'm telling you, this is... This is all fiction, but the show is based off a podcast. It's like eight episodes, like 27 minutes an episode. It's a weekend. Like, honestly, it's it's a Saturday, Sunday. 
It's fucking cake. It's very, it's, it's the New York adaptation of Sweetie Todd that I fucking asked for. Instead of the worst pies in London, we got the best empanadas in the Heights. It's fucking giving. And it's, it's a little sexy too. Not sexy in the romanticized, like bones and all fresh raw way. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I take that back. It's not romanticized in the bones and all and raw way, but it is sexy and romanticized in the fresh way with the oh. the added humor on the side because uh what's her name justina machado that is a funny ass bitch she is hilarious and the whole rest of the cast they have I, i've never seen any i've seen justina before but the rest of the cast i've never seen before and the casting is perfect everyone's got the fucking one-liners on and it's that good cringe and just when you think that it can't get fucking worse it does and it actually did make me want to go revisit Sweeney Todd. So I watched Sweeney Todd right after I finished The Heart of Dolores Roach just because it's a great story. There's a got to be the worst pies in London. I, I want to revisit Sweeney Todd because I now know who J.B. Campbell Bauer is and I think it's just yeah. precious to see him back then. Um, even though I'm beefing with like most of the leads now because like it's a Tim Burton movie so all the people were secretly trash yeah. aside from Jamie. And if he hurts me, but it's but it's not a Tim Burton IP though. No, yeah, like exactly. The, I mean, the original stage play is which fire. Also, I'm about to say is fire. Yeah. And as of for JB Campbell Bauer, I would have said Jamie Camp Bauer Camp Camp. Oh boy, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I was a twi. I was uh, the Vecnosi. Vecnosi. <laughs> I was a, I was a twi heart. So for my first exposure to him was Twilight, like um. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw Sweeney Todd, I was like, oh, that's old boy. But it wasn't until like his Vecnussy era that I'm like, he's literally like, he's really good at what he does. Like he's spicing that thing clean up. Mm -hmm. Because I saw him in Stranger Things season four, I went through his like Wikipedia. Like he was in um, Sweeney Todd because that's how I, I did not see anything else in his thing because I was not a Twilight girl. I was not a Mortal Instruments girl. But back to there's not being a Tim Burton IP. As we've gotten older, we found out nothing was actually a Tim Burton IP. It was usually mm. Chris Selleck. Um, and so that just needs mm. to be said in the space because I'm a salty bitch. Yes. Um, no, you're not salty. Okay. You're calling it what it is because, like, that's I, yeah, that's correct. That's the only way I can hold on to all my PJs from A Nightmare uh, Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So that's right. That's this right. is canon as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Whenever I hear the canon. name Timmy Burton, I just think, "What have you done for me lately?" Dun 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 dun. dun. Not a damn thing. <laughs> Not a damn thing is what he's given up. He directed some things. Mm. Directed. <laughs> um. But gird your loins because now that Wednesday did is good. That's why we're hearing that Beetlejuice is coming back. And like, if they're gonna, <sighs> there's gonna be a nightmare before Christmas part two. And they're they're gonna revisit it in some capacity. I feel it. People are trying to say Timmy Burton's still relevant, but it's really Jenna Ortega and Henry Selleck. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's yeah. Jenna Ortega and Henry Selleck are still relevant. Listen. That's it. And Timmy well, Burton happened true. to still have his hairs on the things. Um, but like he's not he's not doing, he's not giving. He ain't been giving in a minute. Is this your king? I look, it, it's a really a discussion to be had because I think some people do pull up because they see Tim Burton. Because we're in the horror Absolutely. space. So we know the T. Like we know about Selleck and stuff, but some of the girls don't. And plus, mm-hmm. without you knowing about Selleck, right? 
you associate all those projects with Tim Burton. So like Beetlejuice, A Nightmare Before Christmas. And these were movies that I actually did care for growing up. And now that I know about Selick, it makes me feel better about holding on to it. But when I mention it in like, you know, audiences of people who aren't like into horror as much as us, you know, it is kind of like Timmy Burton. That's how they see it. Him. People like to hold on to what they think they knew as a child and they need to let it go. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you become an adult, you have to put away your toys. Timmy Burton is your most effective toy. Let him go. Word. (laughs) To quote ourselves last season, nostalgia is a hell of a drug, isn't it? It is. And it it makes them money too, I think. Because sometimes like people, they see it and they're like, ooh, I want to remember how that felt. Let me go back for a second. And right. Which is you know, why now why Hot Topic is yeah. gripping them. Is actually yeah. Hot Topic is like squeezing them out, squeezing them yes. out like that because we still going to keep eating mm-hmm. because we are in the center of addiction. I'm okay with it. Like some of the stuff, like a lot of my merch, because I collect pop figures, for example, it's like those little pops of ephemera. It's like you remember when you were like a kid and, you know, in taking some of this stuff and some new stuff coming out too, but it's all circling just nostalgia and the feeling. I mean, do you, do you see like what's behind me? Like, why do I still have DVDs? Pop are <laughs> Why? Li- I mean... <laughs> why are we this way? Because nostalgia is a hell of a drug. It is. It is. It's the only drug we can afford. Um, <laughs> true, true. It's that more is... affordable than health insurance in America. So, damn, and cocaine. Listen, I mean, listen, it's a slippery slope. Slow. No, when I heard the title <laughs> "Cocaine Bear," I'm like, "How that bear afford it? What that bear doing for a living?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, can I tell? I'm happy you mentioned cocaine bear. Have y'all seen Cocaine Shark? I will no. never. <laughs> it's not it's not fiction there is a documentary that came out a few weeks ago no sure don't leave don't leave i had a good time <laughs> doing gonna, this with y'all it's gonna I hope get good i swear um, <laughs> i hope this is a killjoy i swear this is a killjoy <laughs> it's a documentary about an instance where a bunch of bales of coke went into this water and so the sharks got strung out on it and yeah. It's so sad because, like, they're jonesing. They have, like, cameras down there. The, the sharks want that Coke, baby, or crack. I don't know which one, but they want it. When I found out cocaine beer was based on a true story, I was like, y'all got me fucked up. Stop giving animals drugs. Um, yeah. <laughs> um I, you know, I, I don't always want to be here sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to just leave that out there. <laughs> Me and Mill didn't even finish it. When they went in the water and, like, the sharks were literally just like, oh, no, it's not called Cocaine Shark. That is the fake one. What is the real one? I'm going to find the name because I know y'all are dying to watch it, right? Just dying. (laughs) Yes. Is Cocaine Shark the wild eye releasing people who are racist? Yes. Okay. I think so. They were getting dragged on Twitter last week and then blamed it on being hacked. And people were like, have you been hacked for six months in between advertising your movies? And they were like, crickets. yeah, that's insane. Um, but if this is like a in documentary form or like based yeah. off a true story, ghoulish, I I am interested because <laughs> I missed a lot of my Shark Week programming this year, so I'm trying to catch up. So if you could kindly slide that to me, please and thank you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> thank I feel you. like it's I feel like it's on t- uh, Hulu. Bitch, I think. You say like, Tubi right now. It feels Tubi. It's got the energy. Like, say it. 
Say it. Big Tubi <laughs> Energy. Tubi probably. No, you know it's a Tubi original. <laughs> BPE, big, big, oh, big BTE, Big Tubi Energy. Yes. <laughs> Lord. That's the movie big energy. Tubi big Tubi energy. energy. When you described him, like, that's Big Tubi Energy. I won't see it nowhere else. <sighs> Can we come back to Cannibals real quick before we log yes. off? Yes. <laughs> For okay, the sake so- of continuity. So, can we talk about the Neon Demon for a hot second? Yeah, it had a lot of actors I like in a movie I didn't like. Carry on. <laughs> Put your fists up. Put your fucking fists up right now and fight. It sounds like Sheree just said it's her favorite movie. Or is that I my that's delusion? that's what I heard. No, I, no, I heard it. It was a movie, mm-hmm. and it was made. <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel like the cannibalism in it was definitely shocking, but it felt like it fit the theme because you have all these witches who are trying to prey on ingenues and that's how they want to absorb the energy there's like i wanted to see more cannibalism in witchcraft movies in general because it is something that i see personally i see cannibalism as like the final frontier of horror that's literally like the the worst thing that people are afraid to see on film the promised well, land is what you made it sound like <laughs> the promised yes. land. It's up there with eye trauma for me. I can't. Like, mm. eye trauma is, and also the shit we've seen with the dentist. This list is getting long. But cannibalism is up there. 100%. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw, I'm trying to tiptoe away from the neon demon because I don't want to try to stab me. I saw it once. Um, a lot of people like it. Yeah. Jamie Clayton. I didn't know a lot of there. people liked it. Whenever I Jamie Clayton's there. Yeah. Really? She doesn't have enough screen time. So if you blink, you miss her. Mm. Um, oh, which is okay. much like her Hellraiser, sadly. But like I yeah. I appreciate her being there because I was like, somebody else I like is in this movie that's still happening to me. Um, and who did you say it was? Say the name again. Jamie Clayton and Keanu Reeves. Okay, okay. Yeah, Whoa. I, know, I know that Jenna Malone was in um yeah. the Neon Witch um as well. She did a really good job. She played a witch. It was a lot of actors who usually don't fail me and they all got together to shenanigan me and i was like was it a prank that y'all could have just y'all could have just done a short was it a prank look <laughs> um again would you compliment somebody they like let me go embarrass this bitch i'm like why why can't you just compliment and go home like and they gotta be this way we are what we are i've not seen the original which i hear is better but i've seen the american version that is really cannibal soup um they really make people into a soup and put it in the fucking freezer that movie i was not ready for how disgusting it was um because it's a slow burn but when you think about them slurping these people you're just like they have a family drama around people's soup and it just it it sends you it fucks with you and your soul and your spirit because <laughs> you were like they are they are talking about the boyfriend they don't like and slurping finger soup um <laughs> they talk about play, making plans for the winter um, as I slurp neighbors, <laughs> and I just, I, I can't, I can't. And that, that's why that movie's on the list for me because it's disgusting. Okay, hold on. What what year is this? I'm trying to add this to the list. Uh, I need to know right now. Let me pull it up. Because I see a 2013 and I see a 2010. I probably saw 2013 because I saw the American remake. And I wanted okay. to see the original because I think oh. the original's for Spain or Mexico. Um yes. Somos lo que hay. Yeah. We are what we are. And I just, I assumed that was the version we were going to see, but I'm in America. And they were like, ha ha, bitch. But like, it was still disgusting. Uh, um, oh, I'm trying to watch both. I'm trying to watch if both. If you find that original, I, let me know. If I'm okay. a, if I'm a eat you, if I'm a eat you or cook you, I'm not, I'm staying away from your fingers. Like, because 
you know and then on top there's barely any meat on them and you use your hands for everything i also want to stay away from the ass but i have heard that ass is like the most tender part of the human body or something like it actually is pretty delicious yeah so maybe i have to eat ass if i'm no i will i'm sorry i i will be eating ass because that's like the uh that's like i i feel like that if you were to roast the ass and or smoke the ass it would come out <laughs> very similar to a pork belly that's what i'm thinking you know me? oh like very like fatty juicy yeah. tender that's what it's giving i'm thinking the ass is like pork belly or like ham hock without that big bone in the middle it's just all that ham yes didn't. the ham hock yeah isn't that ass isn't ham hock ass oh is it maybe Maybe, I don't know. I've been eating it's, pig it's ass all the these years and didn't know it. You know what? Like after we grew up on okay, I'm I don't mean like asshole. I mean like <laughs> you know cheeks. left cheeks. of center. What? <laughs> exact. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I mean. I'm googling where the ham hock. It's comes like from. <laughs> you know. Okay, y'all y'all eat crab legs. Yeah. No, I'm allergic. It's a lot of work, but yeah. Are you really? Are you a shellfish? Yeah. Um, just crabs. I know it sounds crazy. Okay. I'm so sorry. The ham hock mm-hmm. is the joint between the tibia and the fibula um, in the pig's foot. The what? So we're basically eating pig's feet uh, anyways, but elevated pig's feet. Uh, I was like, um, I have a liberal arts degree. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> right. I do fan theory for a living. I don't know what a tibula is. <laughs> Who? No, it connects the leg to the I'm foot. Screaming. Like it's, it's that joint that connects the leg to the foot. So if you hit your ankle, that's oh. the ham hock, basically. Oh, okay. Which is why there's I still guess little it just meat. sounds like, probably just sounds like ass. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. I I just I don't mean, ask questions. The way that I accidentally muted my own mic, the Lord is telling me to chill. <laughs> like I literally, because <laughs> I'm ready to keep talking about this pig ass. Because I think you're right. Like if you if you, I'm just imagining a human ass with grill lines on it. And it's preventing me from talking further about this. That's what Fresh was doing. He was like, I'm a yes. <laughs> filet this ass. He said, I'm taking your ass, Noah. That shit took me out. She had no oh ass to God, I was it. on the couch like, oh. So, right, I'm happy you said it. Because I was about to say, which one of y'all? Because I was watching it with y'all. Yep. It was like you, Jasmine. Somebody's like, I'm going to take your ass. Somebody definitely said, what? Like, <laughs> well, he, he already take work it? With or something like Did he already take he it? Because already... it ain't there. And that's why she's she sitting down at the end. I'm like, because she ain't feeling it. Because it was never there to begin with. Like, have mama y'all seen Barry the Bride? Arc. Do not do that to mama. Have, y'all, see- a little... have y'all seen Barry the Bride? Bury the bride, no. She on Tubi right now. Um, this girl do a sexy dance and she thinks she's shaking something and there's nothing to shake. She's shaking her shorts and her shorts are shaking real hard. <laughs> and you just like mama. She's shaking her ambition. Yeah. Listen, okay. I, somebody said her back was clapping when we were talking about it on Tyrone's Live. <laughs> there were no cheeks. Her back her was back clapping. Was she was that like, painful. Oh, and I'm like, her spine is twisting and turning. Oh, ah, it looked painful. This is the ex of Emily Rose. And she's like, it's sexy. And I was like. <laughs> oh, my God. Not her back was clapping. I saw a TikTok stitch once. And this chick was like, I don't know if she's twerking, but she's shaking her pelvis really fast. <laughs> I'm talking all this shit. I absolutely cannot twerk. It is an anomaly to thine. That's why I try. I do it in the comfort of my own home with my blinds closed so people can't look at me and be like, that bitch ain't got no rhythm. (laughs) What does she do? Is she having a seizure? Because I'm just up in here like, yeah. yeah." (laughs) (laughs) 
I wasn't. I try to way. do it anyway as a celebration, <laughs> but it's not. Mill be trying to coach me through it. Like he'll be like, "Baby, just, just sit down." <laughs> I <try. laughs> I'm like, I'm going to Baychella, and it's not like Baychella. It's just me up here, <laughs> and Emilio in the corner, babe. Just, just. just Right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's all right. right. You ain't got to twerk no more. Oh my God. It's so rude Wait, when someone well, puts I their said... hand on your shoulder to stop you. Yeah. That's so hurtful. It's okay. Go ahead and clock out for me. It's all right. <laughs> Not today. Maybe tomorrow. We'll be better tomorrow. Right. It will be. Oh. All right. Take us the fuck out of here. I'm not hungry no more. <laughs> right. Everybody lost their appetite fucking with this cannibalism episode. <laughs> But let us know some of your favorite cannibalism movies by finding us on social media at Blurdy Massacre and leave us a review on Apple and Spotify. And until next time, keep it blurdy. I want to say finger looking good.